Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including Hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. King Solomon's Temple. There is a story in the Bible that speaks about Solomon. As a young man, God offered him anything his heart desired. Solomon requested wisdom. To this humble response, God said to Solomon, Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked riches or wealth or honor or the life of your enemies, nor have you asked long life, but have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you, and I will give you riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall any after you have the like. Second Chronicles 1, 11, and 12, New Kings James Version. Webster Dictionary defines wisdom as knowledge and the capacity to make due use of it. The fact that Solomon asked for not just wisdom and knowledge, but also insight on how to make use of it and apply knowledge effectively, he was granted other things like honor, wealth, and riches. Why? Because when you know what to do with what you have, the cosmic, the universe, can entrust you with more. The Roman writer Seneca explains, no man was ever wise by chance. Following is the Master's article from the September 2019 Crescent Board. From the East, Greetings, ladies and brethren. I have a serious question to pose this month. That question is, how much is Freemasonry worth to you? You see, when I first joined this lodge, our annual dues were $60 per year. Not per month, but per year. So for about the price of a mocha frappa lappuccino at your favorite coffee place, you were paying dues to be involved in a 300-year-old fraternity. At the time, this seemed awesome to me. I got to hang out at a building we owned, meet with a bunch of great guys, improve myself, and help those around me improve for five bucks a month. Sure, we were charging a few bucks for the stated meeting dinner, but even that was cheaper than going out. Win, 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 all the way around it seemed. Then, as I moved up the line and got more involved in the financials of the lodge and got more involved in masonry in general, I was one of the many that realized that we were charging way too little for our dues and our dinners. We upped the cost of dinner at a state of meeting from $7 to $10 just to try and break even each month, and we've been doing much better at that. When our junior warden, also our junior Hiram Award winner, cooks, we actually come out a few bucks ahead on average, which helps cover the cost of the sodas, waters, napkins, plates, silverware, other refreshments, and other items that go with the dinners. But then there were the dues. At $60 per year, once the lodge paid the Grand Lodge their portion, that left about $24 per person going to the lodge. This was to cover rent, utilities, and all other items it takes to run a lodge. Needless to say, we had been in the red for several years. After much debate, it was decided to raise the dues to $90 plus per capita, which, at the time, effectively doubled the dues. We went from $5 per month to $10 per month, and there was much confusion and many complaints in the temple. We even lost some members who said they could no longer afford the dues, or they just stopped paying. 
Recently, I asked a committee to review the dues, and it has been recommended that we again increase them. The increase will be a nominal amount, if approved, and will help to ensure that we keep our bills paid and continue to put on the various events we do, without having to tap into our savings each month. So again, I ask, how much is Freemasonry worth to you? I used to be a member of a professional organization that cost $169 for year for dues. Each dinner meeting cost $30. Any educational meetings you went to cost anywhere from $10 to $500, depending on the length and the instructor. It gave me some networking and access to certifications, which were also additional costs. In the end, I chose to no longer continue my membership in that organization because I did not feel I was getting my money's worth out of it. What are you getting out of masonry, and are you aware of everything available to you? If not, reach out to me, the Masonic Outreach Services, or any other officer in the Lodge, and we can help direct you to the right person to educate you on all the benefits that are available to any mason in good standing. Good standing means that you are paying your dues. To put it in another light, I would like to share a few things that can easily cost you the equivalent or more of the cost of your annual dues. One dinner for two with drinks at a nice restaurant. Going out to lunch for fast food once a month, not off the dollar menu. Two cups of coffee per month from Starbucks coffee bean and tea leaf, Pete's or something like that. A pack of cigarettes per month. A good cigar per month. Your Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime subscription. One car wash per month. Going to a movie once per month. Isn't Freemasonry life equal to at least one of these? Be sure to come to the September and October stated meetings as we discover the potential dues increases and let your voice be heard. Each one of you is priceless to us, but how much is Freemasonry worth to you? May brotherly love, relief, and truth prevail. Sincerely and fraternally, Aaron Reddick, Master. Congrats to Kuyang Jojo. Solomon Staircase has raised another very good brother to the sublime degree of Master Mason. We congratulate and honor Brother Jonathan Ilona progressing to the highest degree in Masonry, that of a Master Mason. Jonathan was introduced to our lodge by Brother Felix Lopez during our Sweetheart's Breakfast early last year. His interest in Freemasonry brought him back to our lodge several times before he asked for an application. We look forward to working closely with our newly raised brother and guiding him as needed. We know Jonathan will be a great example for those who come after him. We know you'll be a great officer if you choose to be one. A word to the wise. When does man stop learning? Your academia may have finished at college or graduate school, but that only represents that level of learning. Even most professional industries have their own version of continued education. Life's lessons persist. How are you still learning? All enlightening topics have various layers. For example, when I became a Mason, there were so many questions I had. So much I wanted to learn. But where to start? Although I looked up to Masons within the Lodge, I could tell that each brother was on a different level than the other in regards to their Masonic path. That was a good thing. I found Masonry to be something that found its way to those who had the desire to seek deeper meaning within Freemasonry. So, I started with what made sense to me, what I could understand and interpret. The mind works differently for everyone. Once I found an author or subject I could easily digest, it pointed me to other topics I could build upon and gain wisdom. The same could be said for my early days in learning Kabbalah. There are numerous sources online and study groups located in Southern California. 
but the group that explained the science of Kabbalah best to me is in Israel. I study online with thousands of students and it continues to be clear to me. That helped me build in that subject. Once you understand phrases which explain deeper meanings, you know what's being said. Just like politicians use phrases to allude to strategies. The same way symbolism represents a deep esoteric meaning in Freemasonry, and just as corporate branding defines so many companies we are familiar with, along with their marketing strategies. While reading a book on Zen philosophy, I came across words like objective and subjective, describing teachings between the Far East and Western cultures. I had heard these words before with my studies in Rosicrucianism. These words had been used to explain two practical principles by Erwin Watermeyer. Like anything else, you hear words over and over, or you see how words are used to explain things. That's what helps you interpret and learn subjects. For example, if you study finances and read about earnings announcements, hedging funds, and 1031C forms, you know what that means. If you are in the real estate investment industry, you could advise a client on rehabs, comparative market analysis, and cash reserves. Once you know what those words represent or mean, you build a higher vocabulary and understanding. Like academia, certain words or phrases are used to learn subjects. The same could be said for learning and attaining light. Start simple. Start with what makes sense to you. A world-renowned author may talk about things which are over your head. Remember, even starting at an entry level does not mean your speed of understanding will be slow. I would like to mention that learning things such as natural law, philosophy, and a complex subject like spiritual attainment is not quickly learned. These are subjects which require you to look within. Finding yourself is never an easy thing to do. It requires change. One of the main things you must change is the hardest thing to change, your mind. Also, the way you think. You must unlearn as much as you learn. Sorry for the spoiler alert. Your mindset changes with time. A wise one does not spend their time trying to impress others. To be wise is not the same as being smart. To be smart is a product of learning. To be wise is a product of experience. Like when an old Zen master went to one of his teachers and asked, What is the way to liberation? The teacher said, Who is restraining you? The old Zen master said, No one. The teacher continued, If so, then why should you ask for liberation? To dive into any topic of enlightenment like Zen, Indian Buddhism, or chakras without having an introduction about these studies, it will be all be gibberish. The more you become accustomed to verbiage and meaning, all subjects begin to make more sense. I would suggest you start slow and get soft introductions on these subjects. Go online, search YouTube, listen to podcasts like our Lodge podcast. You'll be surprised by what you find and what finds you. Don't underestimate the results provided to you by the cosmic. Ask and you shall receive. Written by Carlos Diaz Jr. Fellowship Among Brethren Solomon's staircase is small but mighty. We shine in certain areas that have gained a state and national recognition. Our events are sometimes small in scale and sometimes big in attendance. Let's broaden our fellowship with local lodges. Our worshipful master would like to continue strengthening the bond between Solomon's staircase and local lodges. Some lodges have great chili cookouts, some have luau's, and others have holiday parties. Rather than competing against these events, we should join them and support in various ways. This helps make our sister lodges successful with fellowship, fundraising, and community awareness. Imagine Huntington Beach or any other local lodge having an additional 10 or 12 guests show up. That'd be great. 
We have continued to walk the walk in years past by having 100% officers donation with Grand Lodge, supporting our local youth groups, and assisting sister lodges with degrees. This is another way to extend our brotherly love and to help support them. Not to mention, when we organize an event that does not compete with another lodge's calendar of events, we can expect a large turnout in return. If you are aware of upcoming events with other lodges, please let the Trussell War Editor, Carlos, or Worshipful Aaron Reddick know about these events so we can publish them each month and mention them on our social media accounts. Philanthropy, fellowship, brotherly love are some of the several principles we live by. We will have our own event regarding social media and digital marketing in October. This is our way of helping other lodges expand their online presence and increase membership through social media. More information will be provided soon. Take the Blue Lodge Challenge. Show the world how your lodge gives back. Post photos of your lodge's community service and charity on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Then tag other lodges to challenge them to do the same thing. Hashtag Blue Lodge Challenge. Who's up for the challenge? Masons give back in so many ways. Here's how we can make a difference in our community. This Labor Day weekend, Blue Lodges will roll their sleeves up and serve in various ways. Whether it's honoring worthy citizens in their towns at an annual dinner, funding generous scholarships for local students, or clearing trash from the roads or beach, it's in simple acts of charity, volunteerism, and philanthropy that Masons give back. We want the world to know about it. The Blue Lodge Challenge is how we're going to do it. Beginning on Labor Day, September 2nd, lodges around the state are invited to share posts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter showing the great work they do in their community and tag other lodges to challenge them to post examples of their own community service. Just be sure to use the hashtag Blue Lodge Challenge. Keep the momentum going and show your fellow Masons and the world at large just how impactful our lodges are in their communities. If you want to join in the action from your personal social media profile, by all means, go ahead, get tagged, keep the party going by sharing videos and video of your lodge out in the community. John H. Reynolds, one final goodbye, but not farewell. Our worshipful brother, John H. Reynolds, was laid to rest on Monday, August 19, 2019 at Riverside National Cemetery. Friends, family, and brethren of the Lodge felt sadness and joy at the same time as we all remembered our good brother. We all knew how special John was, but after speaking to so many friends and family, I got a better understanding on how special John was and all the things he accomplished. Not only did John accomplish so many things, but he touched the lives of so many as well. A true testament to who John was and what he stood for. John was a man of character. They say a person's presence is felt when he is no longer there. This is true. John said what he felt and what he meant. When you spoke with John, you knew you were getting the truth. Solomon's Staircase has become what it is because of the work past masters, past members, past officers have all done. They are the aggregate to the foundation of the stairs we climb each week. John played a major role in our recent history, and we are all proud to have experienced the legacy of one of our greats, to understand what we're a part of. I would remind all brethren to keep in touch with Shirley and Johnny Jr. Whatever they may need, we are here to serve. At the same capacity John Reynolds served his lodge, community, and country. Let us learn from the example that has been set. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. 
We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.